0: Caller, you're on the air.
2: Is this thing recording?
0: Yeah, we're recording. What's up?
2: I just wanted to know why you're such a nationalist.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm. I, I was thinking about that the other day, actually, because indicas tend to make me very nationalist, and uh, <laughs> but I don't think I am. I don't think I am because for to be a nationalist, like that's a position where the nation trumps everything else, and I don't think I don't think that's what I think. I don't think like I think a, a strong nation and a sense of national pride is important. Um, but yeah, I don't I, because this the the nation and the state, which is what nationalism is. You can't you can't have it supersede King Jesus. You know what I mean? So I, I'm not a nationalist. Like I think nationalist ideology and principles can be helpful in helping us understand what's important sometimes. But yeah, the na- the nation just—I mean—it can't supersede the, the the natural law, the authority of the Bible, at least for me. Why do you not like nationalism?
2: Well, I think that
0: nationalism is very um, uh, MAGA and
2: Trumpy. Um, I don't think it is, though. And I don't really understand what endless immigration means.
0: <laughs> I don't. I I don't. I don't look at it as Trumpism, though. To me, like. To me, the people that that are into that whole vibe are really just into like the cult of personality, like just into Trump. I mean, I, I get that he was like, "Oh, build the wall," but like, we obviously didn't do that, and then Biden obviously did it too. So, like, that doesn't that doesn't really. I mean, what makes him nationalist? Like, make America great again, I guess, but he obviously didn't. So, so it's like, who like who really cares what he says? It, oh and endless immigration. I mean that's just that's just a matter of culture. That's just how you destroy culture. It's just simple
2: bolshevism. That's all there is to it. But if you look at immigration, we are at levels that are so low. Like we we are at the lowest levels of immigration in this country since before 1900.
0: Are we really? Still?
2: Yeah. Like ever since 1990 they've plummeted. Interesting
0: so then what's with the what's with the um you know what is it whites what did he say uh whites will be an absolute minority in this country or whatever it is like how, how is that possible
2: i i don't know what quote you're referencing
0: i don't know that was that was biden from a few years back
2: <laughs> okay. um, um I'm sure i mean i know that birth rates are down birth rates are at an all-time low
0: well that's a problem too but again, to me, that's not nationalism. That's just like, what's, what's good for your culture and what's good for your
2: people and what's good for, I mean, you know, if you don't have a family unit, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm all for the family. I think that uh, families are important uh, in society and they um, do a lot of good. Um, I don't, I don't, but I don't think that, you know, I don't know. Anyway, um, I can't stand along. Um, just wanted to hop in and talk a little bit about uh, immigration and nationalism with you. And uh, if the <laughs> wizard, if the wizard does hop on, uh, ask him about stainless steel and lemon water. Stainless steel and lemon water is it? Yeah. If, if it's a uh, if the junction
0: the, uh, or what's the? Uh...
2: Well, I'm just curious if the acid in lemon water uh, can leach um, with stainless steel.
0: You drinking lemon water out of a steel thing? Is that? Yeah i doesn't it affect the taste the acidity of the lemon
2: uh no i haven't noticed that oh
0: interesting well definitely not aluminum that's for sure
2: (laughs) yeah i'm just doing stainless steel so
0: yeah i don't know i i I never liked the metal metal jugs i mean i know i shouldn't use plastic i'm trying to get away from single-use plastic because that's the number one thing that i drink out of sadly but yeah definitely not aluminum
2: yeah yeah and with him being uh the chef that he is i would assume he would know a little bit about this topic so
0: i would think so he does rail every watercast he rails on bp or bpa or whatever it is yeah. <laughs> bpa no
2: all right well i have to hop off uh i look forward you to have the a blessed night episode
0: uh well mm, as long as people don't hop on i'm just gonna keep smoking weed and see where i end up <laughs> oh i got somebody in here jay come on talk to me man money man <laughs> what what's up <laughs> what's up money man hey speaking of that speaking of money uh <clears throat> i was listening to who was it it was something with dr farrell the other day and he was talking about uh i guess a bunch of one dollar you uh dollar bill uh u.s notes um were seized coming in from shenzhen china and or
1: were, were they fake bills or what
0: yeah. Fake bills. And, but th- he was basically speculating because he's like, well, who would counterfeit $1 bills? Like not even twenties or fives or what have you. I think 20 is the, is the most, uh, commonly counterfeit one. And then a hundred maybe is next, but it was a bunch of fake $1 bills. And so he was basically speculating and saying that, uh, it'd be pretty easy to spread a bio weapon with uh fake $1 bills because you could just, you could just get them into the, into circulation and have them, uh, carry your virus or your bioweapon as far as you needed it to. (laughs) (laughs) Well have you noticed this now that like it's it's come back in the mainstream where they're they're doing this question of like, oh hey, where did the virus originate?
1: Yeah, I I did see that come back in. I I haven't heard the story though. When did the story come out? Do you remember? Uh I think it's been
0: some time actually. I don't think it was recent. About the one dollar bills
1: um yeah i I haven't heard that story but i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if uh that's how they get stuff in i know that um a lot of the time there's uh like drugs on those like coke and stuff like that right
0: um news and views i think this was it maybe not European Space Agency reveals ambitious plans to build a sat nav and telecommunications network around the moon in <laughs> a move to transform our lunar satellite into the eighth continent. My God, where is that article from? Um Yeah, I thought I thought this article was right here, but maybe not. Anyways, how are you, brother? I'm
1: doing good, man. Doing good coming on so i thought i'd pop in and see what was was happening
0: yeah yeah not too much uh somebody was in here a second ago and he was asking me why i'm such a nationalist and i had to explain that i'm not a nationalist (laughs) because i I really don't think there's a political solution left like i i and most of my friends that i've talked politics with over the years well i guess it's about 50 50 of the ones that agree with me and and then the ones that are like oh no we'll just you know whatever, whatever's possible in 2024, we'll vote this way and vote that way. And I'm like, nah, I really think voting's over, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think that, uh, I mean, it doesn't really matter what you vote for anymore anyway. Right.
0: Uh, Yeah. I don't think it has for some time.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking that, uh, and there's some weird stuff coming out here too. Like who would have ever thought that, uh, you would have this crossover with, the uh republican party on this caitlin jenner type thing that's that's so weird man
0: yeah i never would I really, have thought they would
1: go that direction
0: yeah I, it, and it really and you know and I, I i would guess that matt is of this opinion but it's kind of bizarre it's kind of bizarre in a sense it's like it's almost like because there's been so many memes about it and stuff too like it's really it really feels like it's kind of like the final nail in the coffin Of this idea, you know, where it's like, no, you are going to accept, like, these kinds of lifestyles and this kind of policy from the top down. Like, it really, it feels forced and weird. Even if, um, because I guess, I I mean, when is the election? It's sometime out, isn't it?
1: At least, at least a year. Yeah, at least a year. Okay, uh, okay. The 2022 or something like that.
0: Right. Right, so it, it. I mean, I don't even think. I mean, there's a there's a chance she, he, whatever, you might not. Uh, uh, I guess win or whatever. But it really seems like, yeah, it's a forced move where it's like, no, 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 no. Like this is how it is now. I don't know. It feels it feels weird to me, and I don't. I mean, I've 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 said that on the show before, and I'll say it again for sure. I. It's not a condemnation of any lifestyle or what have you, but yeah, I don't know. It seems really odd because. You really wonder what parts of natural law, if that's the right phrase, that people are still going to be able to hold on to, because it's like, okay, well, now you know pronouns are out, the idea of gender is out, you know, or, or a, 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 you know, a binary system of gender is now totally thrown out from the top down, and it's like, well, you know, the folks that were voting, the single issue voters for Roe versus Wade, it's not looking good, because like, how are how are they, how would we possibly ever regress on on things like that that have been I don't know. They've been in the mainstream for so long and now it's like, yeah, but now we're throwing out gender, too. So it doesn't look like you're going to win the,
1: you know, life begins at conception battle. <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? Like, exactly. And it's so weird because it's like um, you're not allowed to ha- like, you know, you're not even allowed to think anymore for yourself. They tell you, I mean, it used to be like, you know, literally left versus right or, you know. Right.
2: Or there'd you know, be some room for the nature. viewpoint.
1: Yeah, there you could have a viewpoint. They may hate you for it, but you were allowed to have it. And there were several right. different viewpoints. Now, if 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 you're not lined up exactly with whatever viewpoint they have, not That's only grimly. are you wrong, but you can't have a job. You can't have, yep. you know, you can't live your life. So it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird how we're moving in that direction. And uh, yeah, and I, and I was kind of thinking the same thing that you that like you were just saying. Like, what is the what is the party system? What is this two party system we've got? There's no delineation of what actually the differences are now or what right. uh, themes that you can actually, you know, choose sides for.
0: Well, and I heard uh, somebody was talking on, on um, a podcast and it was a question and answer thing and they wrote in and they were basically like, and it was well thought out stuff, you know, and it was like, well, what about this in 2024? Like, look at what's happening with the DNC. Is there a spark of hope here and there? And the guy who was hosting it, as well as me, basically had the opinion where it's like anything that's happening at the federal level right now, and and there's there's plenty, you know, every day there's a little something, whatever, but he's like, anything that happens at the federal level just seems of absolutely no consequence right now. Um, I mean, it just seems so irrelevant to everything that's going on because if you'll notice like even the administration and and most of like the left right party politics have dropped the whole covid thing largely you know so it's like it just seems really fake and staged and i don't know
1: yeah and i mean to speak about mainstream like even the even media, uh mainstream media viewership is down it's like there's no uh uh, I think I saw something about uh, CNN's down seventy percent on viewership, which yeah. I never watched CNN in my you know to begin with. But even even the propaganda machine viewership is is down. You know what I mean? Whatever side you're on or whatever site you watch, right?
2: People it's aren't way even down. Watching yeah. it
1: it's it's not even being looked at anymore. So and they've really like,
0: turned the page with the aliens too. I don't know if you noticed. I've seen you know I, I saw a meme the other day basically calling out Tucker Tucker Carlson. Um, because I guess he's all in on this whole, like, you know, let's find out what they are. Oh, my God, we're not dealing with the threat and all this stuff. And it's like, like, have you forgotten that COVID was a thing? Like, what?
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: It's bizarre, well, man. And that's why that's why I keep bringing it up because they keep, you know, it's very clear that they're trying to turn the page for two directions, climate change and aliens. And it's like it's like COVID just doesn't even you know get your shot is the only thing they can say about COVID.
1: Yeah, wasn't that UFO? Uh, who was talking about that stuff pretty staunchly? Like just in the news this past couple of weeks, it was like uh, oh,
0: everybody, dude, it they, just they it were,
1: keeps popping up. Yeah, I don't I don't watch the news that much. I mean, I don't watch it at all. I just heard like passing that. Yeah, uh, something about UFOs and how uh, I don't know Tucker was getting into it pretty heavily. I know that. I just heard it passing. But, yeah, t- Yeah, Tucker or.
0: Carlson I guess was really demanding that we find out what the threat is.
1: Um that's right. That's right. Yeah. He, he had somebody didn't he have like a like a old uh like a intelligence a guy or on something or like something? that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think
1: and the, so. And I I mean it's kind of weird what uh you know you guys have been talking about for a while now those um those streaks in the sky, those uh what do yeah. you call those things. Yeah, and like
0: the uh, he, the Ken Charles
1: yeah, the chemtrails. I mean, I'm I'm kind of wondering if if those kind of UFO type things are what's putting those chemtrails out there. If they're just loading up planes and and how they're doing it. But I, I was yeah, it's in the it's sky it, the other day. It's it's everywhere.
0: It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Um, and you know, people always say like my 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 wife said this to me the other day. I was I, I looked up and I was fucking around with how many were up there, and I was just you know ranting about them and um what did you say baby you're like oh that those kind of clouds have always been there or whatever like that (laughs) and it's like maybe they have um but the but the deliberate streaking is so much now that it's 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 to the point sometimes where you look up and you're like okay even if this is not deliberate like some people think whether geoengineering or whatever like how could it be good for our atmosphere to have this number of planes because sometimes you look up and I mean it's just like a patchwork, it's like a quilt, like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm and I'm kind of wondering, in, in, in our neck of the woods over here, they're about to build that uh, uh, whatever that uh, something to do with with uh, the weather or something like that. It's going to be a huge thing down in St. Louis. What's that thing called?
0: You no, I, I haven't heard about this at all.
1: It's like a um, I don't remember what it actually is, but it, it's something governmental. It's a huge it's a huge deal really i don't pay too much about it but yeah they they're going to be building it somewhere downtown um i don't know exactly where but uh and i don't even know it's really exactly interesting. what it's called but there's something uh that w- was gonna leave or whatever but they uh they kept it here it's gonna be a huge cost to the taxpayer and-
0: oh and- i think and- i found and-
1: out what is it
0: uh this is from the st louis american spotlight on st louis's growing geospatial sector yeah whatever the yeah. hell that is okay Wow, you brought up something interesting. All right, so I'm going to read through this a little bit. Uh, As construction continues. Okay, yeah, so they've broken ground on it. On the city's near north side, the St. Louis region is being hailed as a leader in geospatial technology, and it will host the GeoInt Symposium. I don't know what that is either. In October, the largest annual gathering of geospatial intelligence professionals in the United States uh cities all over the midwest and the country are going through changes finding their unique identities amid an ever-changing tech focused economy what the hell is this st louis is no exception to this yeah this is great find dude. i'm just gonna keep reading through this article uh st louis is no exception to this trend and has created an an environment ripe for innovation oh my window resized i lost it here yeah the economy uh, the economy in this growing Missouri city is booming for businesses, entrepreneurs, tech workers, millennials, and more. One sector that is seeing unprecedented growth and significant investment from the public and private sectors is geospatial technology. St. Louis is predicted to become a leader in geospatial technology, but this rise did not happen overnight. A few years ago, the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, i have that's the first time I've heard those words together like that, National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. I've literally never heard that in my life. <laughs> I it's swear to I'm, well,
2: you, well, I just plug it, it <laughs>
0: into Google. Oh, yeah, exactly. Of course, I pay for it. National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. This is the blurb from the top of DuckDuckGo. The National Geospatial Intelligence Agency is a combat. Okay, nope. Don't like that. <laughs> is a combat support agency under the United States Department of Defense and a member of the United States intelligence community, with the primary mission of collecting, analyzing, and distributing geospatial intelligence. I i don't know what that is in support of national security. So that's what these guys are. Let's continue on with this article. Uh, they announced a new headquarters in St. Louis. Now there's construction underway on an expansive 97 acre next NGA West. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure what that's referring to campus in the Northern part of the city. Already the rapidly growing sector is responsible for roughly 27,000 skilled jobs And nearly 5 billion of economic growth in the region. Okay, here. So, skipping down in the article, what is geospatial? This is what they say. Oh, this is. (laughs) Thanks for bringing this up, Jay. I had no idea about this, and this is really something. So, geospatial technology is the quote, science of location and is a rapidly growing field of technology. St. Louis is becoming a national leader, and a recent NASDAQ release said the region is, quote, growing rapidly thanks to investments by government, civic, economic development, academic, and community organizations. Uh, Geospatial operates everything from map data and guidance systems on mobile devices to weather radar for local forecasters. Apps like Uber, DoorDash, Yelp, Amazon, and even Starbucks rely heavily on the ability to create a user experience that works. Using technology like geographic information systems, internet mapping technologies, remote sensing, and global positioning systems, geospatial technology allows for data to be collected and used for location analysis, map modeling, intelligence, and more. Retail, defense, environmental logistics, and even healthcare industries benefit from geospatial technology. It makes so many parts of daily life possible and easy with its ability to understand spatial dimensions anyways um wow what the hell is this incredible Jay? what is incredible yeah. It? yeah what is i didn't realize we had an intelligence agency specifically for location intelligence that's um that's really something
1: <laughs> yeah man, holy shit man what it, it, yeah it's crazy it's crazy. And I, a lot of things have happened in St. Louis when it comes to this type of stuff. I mean, uh, you have that uh, trash heap over there that's on fire underneath the ground. Yeah, yeah all burning the, underground. The mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the uh, <clears throat> there's just a lot of, a lot of weird uh, testing in this area. So I don't know.
0: There is a lot there's... of weird testing in this area.
1: Over history, no, people sure.
0: don't like to realize that around here, and a lot of times right. when you tell them about different things they have no idea what you're talking about because it's like little known stuff but yeah there was there was uh something to do with um there was nuclear waste in uh um or or biological waste or something in a bunch of creeks uh years ago in the eighties I think
1: exactly right over there by bridgeton man yeah it was um, it was north county yeah yeah it, bridgeton i mean there's in fact what you don't know is that, um, and I used to work over off of the Rock Road when I first came back to St. Louis and I was man, I wanted to get out of there as fast as I can because they had they had built kind of like a um, a, a pipeline down the Rock Road. It goes all the way down to, so that that sludge from that Bridgeton uh, trash pile or whatever uh, doesn't, uh, has, a, has a place to cool off and go. It, it goes right underground, man, on the right hand side of of the rock road yeah it just it's, it's crazy and um i didn't even i didn't want to drink water while i was there man I, I just drank bottled water and i didn't drink coffee or anything i just i didn't know what was in the water over there
0: right well i'm trying to find um i'm, tr- I'm really trying to find an article about that one because there's 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 one from several years back uh nuclear yeah the west Lake landfill um Westlake landfill Unlined mixed waste landfill located in Bridgeton, Missouri it was featured in the 2015 documentary, The First Secret City, The Safe Side of the Fence, and the 27 HBO documentary, Atomic Homefront. <laughs> its contents have been shown to include radioactive waste and is thus also an EPA Superfund cleanup site. The Westlake Landfill site originated in 1939 as a limestone quarry. I was trying to see. Current management landfill desi- divided into multiple sectors... Uh, the EPA yeah, so the... <laughs> uh, the EPA currently holds control over the Westlake landfill. The EPA has commissioned multiple studies and reports detailing the history, status, and promos- proposed remedies. In April 2000, I'm trying to get the latest news on it. After these and other thorough investigations, EPA signed a record of decision. In May 2008, the EPA released its record of decision, which outlined the designated course of action for remediation including designation of a capping system designed to contain hazardous areas and plans for long-term monitoring of groundwater. In particular, it detailed the EPA's proposed remedy of a multi-layer landfill cover over the affected areas. Yeah, but I think that's, if I'm not mistaken, that's what they've been doing over history, is just literally they keep dumping on it and it keeps coming back up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And I mean... You know, I wonder what the the uh, the first thing we were talking about. I wonder what they're going to be studying, or what's going uh, to what kind of population it's going to bring in. And I'm kind of wondering whether or not that cortex that got all built up is going to start. Well, here's the other one. Coldwater Creek is
0: the other one. This is the one I was thinking of. Okay. Because Coldwater Creek was. I grew up. Yeah, I grew up blocks from this thing. Yeah. As a matter of fact, this article that I'm looking at has three pins on it because they reference them in the article. And I I lived between the three of them literally oh like God. I lived. Yeah. I lived in like the Bermuda triangle growing up. <laughs> That's messed up. All right. Yeah. All right. Coldwatercreekfacts.com. Now this, it this gives me the impression that this is run by Coldwater Creek. Just the facts, please does not solicit. So I think this is actually like a, a nonprofit that's still trying to get them to do something about it. But anyways, so but I, I said that to say for anyone listening that this might be somewhat off, you know, in terms of its accuracy. St. Louis Airport, yeah, Hazelwood. This one was in Hazelwood and Florissant, Coldwater Creek. Uh, we are a group of former and current residents of North St. Louis County that begin to notice inexplicably high incidence of cancer and disease in our relatively young population. In 2011 we started a Facebook page Coldwater Creek Just the Facts please to inquire among other residents. After investigating we learned that the St. Louis that a local St. Louis corporation played a significant role in the development of the first nuclear weapons. Malencroud Chemical Works began processing the original Belgian Congo uranium U235 in 1942 for the first atomic bomb at its downtown St. Louis location. By the mid-1940s, Mallinckrodt Chemil- Chemical Works had run out of space and began to ship the radioactive waste off-site to an underpopulated area north of St. Louis. The off-site storage was located at the Hizwood Interim Storage Site on Laddie Avenue and also at the St. Louis Airport site radioactive materials were stored in bulk on the ground open to the elements and unattended next to Coldwater Creek until the 1970s <laughs> and there's a picture of them here it's it's literally barrels of of nuclear waste coldwater creek runs through north saint louis county and is a tributary for the missouri river yeah coldwater creek is the one that i was thinking of um and yeah they basically they basically just put barrels of nuclear waste next to the Missouri river or next, next to this Creek next to the Missouri river. And, uh, and that's it. And, uh, let's see here. They, they even have, Ooh, 2015 health maps because I think, yeah. Autoimmune disease, cancer, brain cancer. Yeah. And the, and they've got maps where they show where they think it's pretty much related to where this Creek goes.
1: Uh, and you, and you kind of wonder what that does to like the, uh, the the nervous system or the dna because if you think about it man that north county area i I, and this is just purely from my experience i don't know if this is the facts or not but it seems like they have been kept poor or and and you have less and this is going to sound really mean but less intelligent people over there right i'm wondering if i'm wondering if these chemicals
0: were a contributing factor
1: uh, Yeah. And I mean, once the DNA is altered or whatever happens, I don't know if that gets passed down through uh, generations or what, but that may be a way to keep, you know, people down. I have no idea.
0: Yeah. It's uh, it's certainly possible. I'm looking here. So I went to the photo gallery and these are actually a bunch of personal pictures of somebody that grew up in North, North County, Um, Coldwater Creek. But if I put that back into Google, but yeah, I remember hearing about this because it was literally right down um the street from me. <laughs>
1: did you um, ever smell did you ever smell anything in the air at certain times or I no I never
0: it? smelled anything um odd or anything like that I would now I would when I moved to St Charles when I was living right at um highway seventy and like downtown St Charles now you could smell that landfill all the time that landfill yeah. right there in earth city or whatever it is. It smelled like shit and you could smell it all the time.
1: <laughs> I'm, ser- I'm dead serious. I, it, sm- it was, no, horrible. I know. I know. I mean, when I would drive over the bridge, I, when I used to work over in that area.
0: Yeah. You yeah, hear it, right, smell of, it right there.
1: Yeah. Some of the days, man, just, it was horrible. And I, and I would, people would tell me that it was because of the burn because it was burning. Everything's burning. So it's just yeah. letting that, that smell off. But, uh, and if it smells that bad, I don't know what it's doing to people's water. And in fact, I had a kid tell me that he rented his uncle's house over in the Hazelwood area and uh, didn't realize that it was in an affected area. And he said that his hair fell out after showering, like, you know, after, really? Uh, about 30 days, yeah. And he said that it was actually um, like a red tinted, like almost like a uh, rust color coming out of the water. He said, yeah. And he no. said he basically just decided. I mean he was under he either rented it or rented it to own it. He said he just left all his cash, man, and said, you know, that he had put into it and said, Nah, I'm not living here. Yeah, because screw it. Yeah. The, yeah, he had kids and everything. So Yeah. I mean, I would be afraid yeah, to I, live I, over in that area.
0: Yeah, I don't remember that growing up, but also my parents were my my mom was kind of super conservative and um we actually had a filter, uh we had filtered water growing up. We did have that in the house. Um, so at least for like drinking water, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, obviously we showered in it or whatever was coming through the city water pipes, obviously, but, uh, the drinking water was all, um, filtered, but yeah, there was actually a documentary. So apparently this atomic Homefront documentary is, um, is all about this, this, this cold water Creek stuff. I don't know how many years ago it was atomic Homefront. I should probably watch that. That's kind of crazy.
1: Uh, let me ask you cool. this. This is, this creek. is just a question that I haven't ever really thought about because I'd never experienced it until I came to Missouri. You know how St. Louis County has an occupation or an occupancy. You have to be certified to have X amount of people in your house and all this kind of crap. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Occupancy permits.
1: Yeah. I mean, no. the, I'm wondering if they, if they need to know how many people are living in your house so that they can fluoride the water a certain way enough <laughs> to, uh, to damage you but not enough to kill you.
0: Dude, you're see now you're thinking like I do. Are you stoned right now? What is that's? <laughs> <laughs> no, I I thought about something like that the other day, and it was like, boy, they could do that really easily. But yeah, that's that's really interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, because you can get thrown out. You can get thrown out if you uh, if you overdo it. I wonder uh, I wonder why that is. And I don't know. I I don't know, man. I I try not to drink city water, and I try not to let my kids drink city water. But it's tough, and especially because because we're renting now, and it's like, well, I'm not going to buy a filter, any kind of filter system for the home that I'm renting. So yeah, you can. I mean,
1: you can filter it by the by the pitcher, but that's that's annoying.
0: Well, and to me, that doesn't do the same. I because I've tried that kind of stuff.
1: Like we had one of those
0: little filter pitchers, yeah,
1: and I didn't I didn't like it. Do you remember what the system was when you were growing up? Was it like an NSA or something like that? Or
0: it was we had the full thing. and it w- it was actually under the kitchen sink, and then there was a separate yeah. nozzle with the filtered water.
1: Gotcha. That's and what I'd grew- like to well, get
0: now, but I well, but you know I'm not you know spend the money.
1: In the in the 80, late eighties early nineties, there was a water filtration system over the sink called NSA. It was like a blue, it looked like a blue, uh, you know, yeah, uh, contraption, and it had it had a little thing coming out of it, and it was supposed to be uh, theoretically, I guess, uh, good forever. I don't know what was in there, but, um, right. My mom and instead we use that. But, uh, in Florida, you have a lot of sulfur smelling water and tasting water. Right. So you have to, you have to filter your water, but for yeah. now, it wasn't from chemicals and crap.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I am kind of curious. Uh, like I'm kind of curious what's in the water. I, I, I've thought about buying a little test kit and, and just testing the water and seeing, seeing what it comes back as, um, I mean, I assume some chlorine and stuff like that, um, you know, to clean it. But I don't know. There's only so much you can do. You know, you try and I, try and not eat the garbage, try and not drink the garbage, you know. And sadly, a lot of different ones take money to if you want to do it on your own, you know, or, or have it good. Because that's what I remember. I think we had
1: the the filter system put in when I was a kid. Like it was a, it was a big thing. Yeah. We, we had someone, we, you know, I was, I'm stupid, man. I ever put my name in all kinds of drawings and stuff like that, that I think I'm going to win something. And, uh, <laughs> it's always these marketing scams. And, always. Uh, yeah. Like, like at home Depot, you know, win 50 bucks or whatever. Well, what they want is your information so they can call you to test your water. I guess that's the yeah. point. So we, I had this, I said, man, I'm getting my, I'm getting my damn gift card. So whatever it takes to get the $50 or whatever. The, it <laughs> right. The scratch off or whatever. Yeah so the guy came the guy comes to the house i mean he's they scheduled an appointment but he comes i thought it was going to be like literally walking into my kitchen and touching my water and saying "Oh, okay you you know your water's hard or whatever i didn't know what i was right like dumping
0: thing. in a cup and
1: dip a strip in it or something this guy was here for like three hours and i you <laughs> know i was trying i was walking towards the door trying to get him gone but he was he was the I've never seen a salesman like this. He wanted to sell me a $9,000 uh, filtration system. Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah, to get rid of all the harsh uh, whatever's in the water, you know, the chemicals or the the hard uh, minerals right. or whatever. Nine grand. And you like, could spend it, too. And I was like, listen, I said, this is, this is a credit-based product, right? And he was like, yeah, I said, and I don't – I said, I won't go for that. And he's like, well, it's, it's 0%. I said, yeah, 0% for 30 days or whatever. And then it's 40% after that. I, said, I don't need, I, I, I said I can bathe in, in hard water. man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I don't need to spend nine grand for that.
0: Yeah. The old twig and berries will be fine. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: this, this body ain't worth nine grand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. But I mean, he was like, he said, you don't want to be drinking these minerals or whatever he was trying to get me to, to worry about. right. And I'm like bro i I drink swamp water in Florida. I'm good, <laughs>
0: so. yeah, I don't know we we drive, we're we're buying a lot of water now, but we I mean we're doing it in the five gallons, which at least is cheaper than than bottles or whatever, but
1: well, you got one of those machines you you pour it upside down or what? no actually
0: it's it was a little thing from Walmart it was like ten fifteen bucks or something, and you put it on top and and it actually you can you can there's a battery in it and you can charge it. So you, you charge it up and then all you do is push a button and then it just dispenses out of it. And then, nice. and then when that, that five gallon is done, I just put it on top of another one. Yeah. That's My cool. mom's got the full, the full setup where it's got the two nozzles, you know, and they come by and yeah. they bring the truck by and everything. I, I keep, I looked into that once and I was like, ah, screw it. I don't want to do that. Um, and now I'm thinking like, oh, maybe I
1: just should, like maybe it's an expense that's worth it
0: because it's really
1: convenient. I mean, definitely. I don't know. You're talking about like the cold water, hot water thing.
0: Yeah, like the the little unit that sits in your home. Usually, you can rent them, you know, for the month yeah. or whatever. Yeah,
1: and I'm sure. I'm sure that the water is is even with the system or whatever it costs is cheaper than people that buy, you know, water all the time separately, little bottles of water here and there. I mean, yeah, you can pay two or three bucks for a bottle of water. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, actually, so what I else do you want to talk about, water. man?
0: I think I've got some water in the mail from one of our listeners
1: for another water cast. <laughs> I feel, I feel like we're, uh, we're talking about too many Missouri things, man. What? what the too many Missouri the things.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in the world. I don't, do I care what's going on in the world? Oh, did you see? Okay. Here's world. Did you see that? Um, what the hell was it? The, uh, you know, that the Jesus statue in Brazil. Do you see what they did to yeah. that? I saw that man. Vaccine not- saves. <laughs>
1: I knew you were going to say something about that, man. Dude. That was just, hilarious. Yeah, and they can't even. And, and,
0: yeah, and I guess. It, but that's not. Because I was thinking. I was like, okay, why did they spell it that way? Vaccine saves.
1: Because. You know, what you, you know what you need, man? Is you need the Westboro Baptist Church to say vaccines are gay.
0: Vaccines are fake and gay. That's right. <laughs> you know what uh, I'm talking
1: about in that Westboro Baptist. Those yeah, Westboro
0: Baptist. Things. Well, okay. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I got a new one for him. I got a new one for him it was God hates fags we're past that we got to get past that we can't we can't be saying that kind of stuff God hates jabs
1: boom there's your new one <laughs> that's funny yeah I when I saw that statue thing I was thinking to myself that's oh bizarre my man that is That's bizarre that is, yeah I'll tell you what I, though man I'm, I'll be honest with you I did get I got the Johnson Johnson jab
0: no kidding really yeah
1: I did how do you I, feel uh, totally fine I didn't feel anything. Yeah. I don't even know if I got anything. I had to do it, man. Just so I could, I need to be free of that mask at work. I can't wear that, you know, and it wasn't
0: go to oh, And that was, so. and that, and that, and now that you did that, they'll let you take it off, huh?
1: Yep. Everybody that's vaccinated. So that's I, crazy. I did the, well, yeah, I, I did don't the Johnson you, man. man just cause I didn't want to get the, uh, those MRNA versions, but, um, uh, I had, you know, yeah, it's free. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't blame you for sure. um, but yeah it's it's a lot of people are doing that a lot of people are just like i'm just not gonna screw with it um and i don't blame them in some ways i really don't i really really don't but
1: i mean i have have co-workers of mine that uh they're gonna wear a mask until the cows come home they're not gonna get anything so
0: whether they whether they uh have a shot or not or oh you mean they're not gonna get a shot at all they're That's not gonna get
1: a shot until you know until maybe it's forced or whatever but
0: so is that pretty much what they're saying is is it, you get the shot, you take off the mask and if you don't, you just perpetuity just mask forever until yeah until
1: something else changes
0: yeah, uh, yeah hold on
1: to me. I got gotcha. you. you back yeah, I'm back. that was awesome you can't start talking about stuff, man. They they're gonna turn you off. <laughs> well, Matt just said in the group. Sorry,
0: Addison, my fault. I knew he did that as soon as it as soon as it went away. I was like, "Fucking Matt, hit the end button, son of a." Yeah, he said just got home and figured out who you were talking to and was gonna let you guys go, and I ended the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you thought it was the Hebrews trying to silence you, didn't you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, my fault, guys, my fault.
0: It's all good, bro. No, I was going to
1: because uh, that MegaCast, like the preamble to MegaCast, before we even started recording, I, I was so fascinated by uh, by what you had to say, Missouri Money Man. I was a little stone, but it was you. You have a lot to say, and so I was going to let you and uh, Addison just go at it. And I accidentally hit the button to end the entire thing for everybody. that's hey, nice, okay, man. All right. Anyway, I just got home from work, popped on, and I'm popping off. Uh, I, I'm nice. going to enjoy listening to this one. Um,
0: yeah. Oh well, it's the Addison show. It's all mine now. The flatterer, uh-huh. uh-huh. fake and
1: gay. Fake all right,
0: and I'll see you guys. All right,
1: all right Matt.
0: Bye. Anyhow, um, what were we talking about, Jay? Were we talking about something? Oh yeah, I guess so. So mask in perpetuity then is, yeah. is the rule. Now, so check this out. I had a friend who went to a church the other day, and the first time they went, this didn't happen. Um, and the second, but the second time it did happen, dropped the kids off for the kids area section, kids church, whatever, with no mask on. They came back when they picked them up, they had a mask on and his kids are, they're all under 10. I forget their ages, but they're all under 10. And he was like, Hey, why do they have a mask on? Um, because they didn't have one on when, when they dropped. And the kids were like, well, did this, some teacher came around and asked us to put them on. So he emailed the church and was like, Hey, just like, what's the deal here? I'm not really comfortable with you putting something on my kids that wasn't on them when they were dropped off. If it is a problem, I, you know, please mention it, blah, 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 blah. And so the lady says, the lady comes back and is like, we're following CDC guidelines, uh, which state that anybody who's not vaccinated should have a mask. And he replied back and was like, well, I don't understand how that's supposed to work because. You know, you're, you're not going to force us to get a vaccine and you're not going to be able to see, you know, and plus the kids are under 10. He brought that up. It was specifically like the kids are under 10 and there's a statistically small chance that they'll spread it, all this stuff. And I guess they they finally told him or the lady finally said, um, we're just abiding by the CDC rules. And my friend was like, look, I totally disagree with that. I don't understand why we're listening to the CDC when there's all this other evidence, blah, 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 blah. And he went through this big thing. And the, and the lady in charge, the final email that she sent him, my friend was in all caps. She said, I totally agree with everything you're saying. And, but, and she's like the director of some kind of children's, whatever, whatever. And he sent me a message and he's like, how the hell is that possible that she agrees with everything that I'm saying, but yet she's enforcing these, these, you know, this nonsense. And I said, I was like, dude this is the problem because because so many people are doing just the, and I'm, I'm not even you know holding the lady responsible i'm sure she's a sweet lady who pays her taxes and whatever you know says her prayers but it's like that's what everybody's doing is basically sitting by and saying i can't do it because i'll lose x y and z or i'll take i can't have the risk of whatever it is my job my livelihood my uh my doctor my all these things that they're tying to this. Um and I don't know, it just makes me wonder like if there's gonna be a, a final point where people are like, nope, I'm actually gonna uh, we're really gonna put our foot down um and, and and break away from it.
1: Yeah, something something is going to be the catalyst for either a demand The shooting to start.
2: <laughs> exactly. Sadly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I mean it's gonna it's either going to be Another big version of this pandemic where, hey, uh, only the people that were vaccinated weren't exposed to this. So everybody else has to get uh, this quarantine where they can't leave their house for a year, whatever, you know, whatever thing they want to do. But right. I, I think that something's up. coming. Yeah, I think something's coming because they have a they have quite a few. Not not you're forced to do it, but the incentive is is. It's a forced incentive. It's like, hey, you don't get to do this if you don't have uh, what we're telling you to get, which that's not freedom. So, I mean, if we're going to say that we're a free country, we need to let people make whatever choice they want and and have there be zero consequences for the choice. Right. Otherwise, yeah. Yeah. That's just my that's just my opinion. I mean, you shouldn't be you shouldn't have to choose. um, And how would those how would these people know whether the kids are vaccinated? I mean, they they can't be asking that question. Yeah. And
0: then at that point, yeah, then then it's a it's something that I don't know, seems to be universally agreed on. It's like, well, you you can't ask people their health information. Right. Like, isn't that still the rule? (laughs) Last I checked.
1: And I mean, with the vaccination and with uh, the CDC changing the course of action right away, uh, people aren't going to tell you. uh, So when you don't have these mandates out there, uh, people are just going to stop doing it the minute you say no you don't have to wear a mask and you don't have to tell us whether or not i mean they're just going to drop the mask so if there really is a problem which who knows if there is or not people are still going to get uh diseased because uh you know either they're adding different strains they're uh they're i don't know what they're doing but either if you're vaccinated or not it's they're going to do something. I don't know what, what's going to happen, but I can feel it coming. That's just my opinion.
0: No, I I totally agree with you. Um, you don't have to answer if you don't want, but do, do what? Do, I mean, I don't know, man. To me, I, I I think the possibility. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I really think it's going to be aliens. I really do. I really do. Eventually, eventually, I I, I think we're going to start the warm up process in June. But yeah, that's the way I see it headed because it's just that it's just that blatant scientism. And I think they're, they're going to keep milking the COVID thing with the same, you know, vibe, you know, get your vaccine, you know, follow the rules that way, that way, you know, you keep everybody safe. And yeah, I think they're going to transition most of that into, into, uh, how we should behave for the alien threat. A hundred percent.
1: Did you check out that uh, video I was talking to you about with the, uh, uh, with the, uh, Robot, in the uh, interview, the Tony Robbins interview with that robot.
0: No, I didn't see that. Can you t- Sh-
1: it, look up
0: that link and send it to the group?
1: It was interesting because I mean, Tony Robbins, who's this motivational speaker, I guess or whatever, he interviewed. Yeah, I've seen this, his documentary on Netflix. <clears throat> yeah, he he uh, he interviews this robot, and is uh, literally talking to the robot like it's a human being, and it actually a pretty intelligent conversation albeit artificial intelligence you know but uh, right the the uh, line that this robot was this line of thought that this robot was going down was that in the future um that this robot will be able to have emotions and express the emotions on the outside like humans do so how somehow they're going to learn this emotion and be able to express what they're feeling so if there's a situation where someone would blush well this robot's going to learn how to have those same feelings and express that on the on their face you know what i mean so i'm not right. sure my thought is is that <clears throat> with these with these robots or could you consider them aliens i don't know can they or in the future, will they have just enough emotion to keep us in check, kind of like the Gestapo did? Um, or is it going to be something where it's just programmed to control certain things, just kind of you know, like you see in, in the in movies uh, and stuff well, like that? But
0: yeah, my concern though, like w- w- when you think about the future <laughs> and and AI. The concern for me is it very much extends to the here and now as opposed to just the future and just this idea of, you know, super intelligent robots or super intelligent entities, because I can't remember. I keep forgetting if I, I've told it to several people and for the listeners who, who it's a repeat for, I apologize. Um, but I was watching a video on YouTube where they go into abandoned buildings and there was one recently that I was watching where they go into a building and he pans over. And again, it was just an abandoned building. I think in Italy, if I'm not mistaken, Um, he goes into a room in a, in a completely abandoned building that's been abandoned for years and he, he pans over the wall and it's just all scribbles of, of Instagram handles. And, you know, there's been, there's been mainstream stories before about how, public places and places of historical and cultural significance have basically said like Instagram has totally ruined the location because of the number of people that come in there to get the tags with the, with the pictures and everything else. And it's like, well, how, how much more algorithmic can we possibly get? Because, because at a certain point we're just really following the dictates of the grid. And, and, and we think, we think that it's, that it's autonomy and that it's, you know, I'll go there because my friends went there I and mean, it's like, but they went there because somebody went there because, and and it's like, now we really seem to be in this matrix of, of centering our lives around. Like I said, a, a, an environment, which, which doesn't exist. Like, like you, you go into this building and there's all these Instagram handles all over the handle. Well, Instagram could be gone tomorrow. I mean, they won't be because they run the world, but it's like Instagram could be gone tomorrow of what significance is this behavior in mass that we're doing. Um, to serve these platforms, exactly, because it's not autonomy. Like it, you, yeah. I mean, you can't call it autonomy. It's not so. Yeah, yeah and, and to me, that's up the
1: window a long time ago, man. Oh. Well, and that's that's
0: Joseph Farrell's whole thing about the financial system is that yeah. it's it's so like the algorithm, the algorithmic trading, and things like that. It's taken over so much that it's, it's, it's not an industry. It's not a system set up of people anymore. It's just not. Um, actually, I thought about you this past week when I was listening to him talk about uh, um, this concept and, and just find in, in, in the, in the context of finances and and financial systems, because he was saying at a certain point, even the mechanics that you're using and the physics that you're using to sort of, uh, take a look at the economic or financial system he's like there, there's there's a point where you can, you can cross it and I forget what he called it there was a specific uh, specific term he was using but he's like th- when you cross this point the system is going to begin to act and you're going to get results from it that are outside of what is expected because the system is dealing with numbers that are larger than it can physically handle um, and that's what he says is is or surmises that is going on in the financial industry that that it's very much past the point where we can even predict what's going to happen <laughs> because the model is so and and it's gone so far beyond um, this point. But, anyways,
1: yeah, and I mean it's old news already. But that that Bitcoin drop, man, that or that uh, virtual currency drop, it's just. It was and incredible. They, all, they all dropped too, didn't they? They all dropped. Yeah, it was. it's just so incredible, man. I, was, I can't believe that people are feeding their cash into these things. And now it's, a lot of people are-, are For, it to, yeah, yeah, for it, it, it to vanish. Yeah, for it to vanish. I mean, imagine yeah. if our dollar did that. You know what I mean? If, if if based on what you had in your account, you say you had 100 bucks in your account today. What, what if the value our, was
0: 85 tomorrow?
1: Yeah, what if, what if our currency fluctuated like that? Uh, and it does fluctuate, but I'm saying in our account, what if our account balance were to change like this Bitcoin uh, balance change?
0: Yeah, fluctuated on that I mean, level.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can't. Uh, so how could something, my point is, how could something like that ever be replacing the fiat currency we currently have if it can't hold it, its equal value? Its own value, it's yeah. Value. Yeah, well, that's that.
0: And that's why, you know, everybody thinks, oh, crypto is the future. There's this there's this, you know, community and that community. Dude, I know a guy who started his own coin. I saw this on LinkedIn the other day. This guy's like, you know, oh, we're creating the coin of the future. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, what does that even mean? Like for who? What? 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 Because I remember I remember like I've been following this crypto thing for some time. And I remember when coins could come out and say, OK, we're accomplishing this or or that differently. Or it's going to serve this purpose or that purpose, but now it's so blown out and such a meme that I'm telling you, man the only the only logical end for it is a gl- is a global singular digital currency, which is what they want. I mean that's that's the, been the plan all along. But that's that's the only end to this madness that's going to happen. It's just it's just there's there's no other solution. do not you agree? Or
1: yeah, I definitely do. I'm just trying to think of timeline wise.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: to, because you have to have stuff in place to run a system like that. And maybe that system is already happening behind the scenes that we don't right. know anything about. But uh, with anything visible or with whatever is visi- visible, it doesn't seem like we're close to it because implementation would be uh, would be vast. and,
0: and uh, Well, and the other consideration
1: Um. which
0: I've heard, and Matt has talked some about this. Uh, A couple other guys have talked about this that I listen to regularly. So the question also, uh, you know, because like you said, it appears to be headed that way no matter what. But the question is, how are we going to, like you said, have this system in place? And in particular, what a lot of people aren't thinking about or, 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 doesn't seem to factor in is the power to run this right so right now what we have are all these different coins and they're using you know different clouds and different infrastructures in order to run it like that's going to be the i think the tipping point where it's like something will be universally applicable to all systems that are already in place is, is is my grand theory and i don't necessarily know what that is i can't necessarily speak to that but that to me is going to have to be the unifying thing because yeah it's just it it, it'll have to be global there's no way that a crypto at, at least with my understanding right now there's no way that it could be built so that everybody on the planet could have access to it with with the others that that currently
1: exist bitcoin and all these others what if what if he had this thought it's just a thought what if we moved away from precious metals as we know them? Because in theory, that's what had backed currency in the past, right? Gold, right. silver, whatever. Right. And what if we're moving towards a social currency that has to do with instead of having a credit score for how you manage your no, money? No, I, I. Yeah. What if you have a score. social a social score, and what if based yeah. on your score? That's what you get credited every month to be able to buy or sell.
0: Well, that's, I definitely see that happening. But again, what, what so, but the implementation, how does the implementation happen? Okay. So, I mean, maybe I mean, they, we see it, maybe we they see get it already it, it, in
1: some ways. Maybe they have a 30 day call on it where they say in 30 days, all currency is null and void. And but it's been fixed. replaced with, yeah, it's been replaced. Everybody, everyone starts out with a thousand social dollars you know right I mean? and based on what
0: tokens let's locally, call them tokens we don't want to be imperialist
1: we, exactly <laughs> <laughs> based on your behaviors whatever they are uh you can you can be debited or credited your ability to More enjoy life. us mm-hmm. yeah
0: no i could definitely see that yeah
1: yeah so, i mean that, because, that would like be easier I said, to implement right because it's It would be, there would be nothing at all except for the credit that you have. There's nothing to hold. There's nothing to withdraw. Yeah. I mean, there's just, it is, you're credited with that. And that's how you, that's what you can spend.
0: I actually sent somebody, speaking of currency and stuff, which I know is your forte. um, I sent somebody, let me see if I can find it. I sent somebody an article the other day about the Fed moving towards digital currency again. Um, they said something or did something um, recently that, yeah, two days ago, Feds, Lale Brainerd uh, pushes digital dollar as central bank currency race heats up. This is from CNBC two days ago. Uh, Federal Reserve Governor Lail Brand I don't know how you say it. Brainerd said a cryptocurrency backed by the central bank could provide a variety of benefits. Getting government, getting payments to people during the early days of the COVID pandemic was one example. She also cited cross border transaction transactions and protection against fraud. Uh, Pressed the case for a digital dollar saying Monday that a cryptocurrency backed by the central bank could provide a variety of benefits. See, and this is the thing though. Like every, every time I see something like this, it's just them, you know, basically hyping the idea, um, and no, and nothing, nothing of any substance. And the Boston Fed and MIT have launched a joint project in which they will set up a hypothetical model, and several other Fed districts also are involved with research of their own. So I guess you know MIT is going to be like, well, how can we have a a digital coin? China's central bank, yeah, in the United States. The pandemic led to an acceleration of the migration to digital payments, as well as an increased demand for cash, Brainerd said in prepared remarks, quote, while the use of cash spiked at certain times, there was a pronounced shift by consumers and businesses to contactless transactions facilitated by electronic payments. I wonder if it had anything to do with the fact that a lot of them uh, couldn't get a hold of
1: cash, but... <laughs> Yeah this this and is and it. guess what happens every time you swipe your card. Every What's up? You swipe your card. There's an interchange that's created, and every time you swipe your card, the, whatever financial institution, it's another data point. They're they're get, no. They're actually getting financial credit uh, because whoever the merchant is, whoever owns the store, who has the credit card machine, has to pay to accept your credit cards.
0: Oh yeah, every time uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. And so every time your card is swiped, the financial institution is making money, not only from the fee income, but also from each swipe, from each trans- consumer transaction. Right. So guess I mean, it didn't hurt it, it didn't hurt the financial industry at all to have to have all those swipes.
2: Oh, definitely account.
1: not. There cuz there were some people that didn't have uh, weren't taking cash at all. Some companies are – you know, even yeah. at Walmart, if you didn't have the exact change, they weren't going to give you change back.
0: Yeah, they couldn't do it. Yeah, so. Yeah, it was facilitated um, uh, in order to profit off it. So the final thing in that CNBC says, Fed has the Fed has not set a timetable for its currency. The FedNow service, which would be a payment system that in some ways would resemble a digital dollar, is expected to come online uh, in two years. Now, have you heard anything about that? The FedNow service?
1: I haven't heard about that. very. I don't think I've read too much about that. Am I afraid Fed about it now
0: that? FedNow. Service. What is this FedNow Service? Because apparently that's uh, you know, FederalReserve.gov. FedNow Service will be available to the depository institutions in the United States and will enable individuals and businesses to send instant payments through the depository institution accounts. The service is intended to be a flexible, neutral platform that supports a broad variety of instant payments. At the most fundamental level, the service will provide interbank clearing and settlement that enables funds to be transferred from the account of a sender to the account of a receiver in near real time and at any time, any day of the year. Depository institutions and their service providers will be able to build on this fundamental capability to offer value-added services to their customers. The FedNow service will be designed to maintain uninterrupted 24-7-365 processing with security features to support payment integrity and data security. The service will have a 24-hour business day each day of the week, including weekends and holidays. End-of-day balances will be reported on the Federal Reserve accounting records for each participating depository institution on each FedNow service business day. Access to end-of-day credit will be provided to participants in the FedNow service during its business day under the same terms and conditions as for other Federal Reserve services. Yeah, and so this is uh, the target release date for the service is 2023. As the development of the Fed now service progresses, additional details will be available through established reserve bank channels, including more specific timing and implementation for depository institution. More information can be found here. Um, yeah, that's yeah, totally this-
1: throw, throw that in the chat too, man. I want I want to read that.
0: Yeah, I will. Yeah. And th- th- so this is what they're, um, this, this, the plan is for sure to do this within two years. Wow. Um, yeah. And I just sent that to the chat that fed now 24, seven instant payments. Uh, Oh, I'll send this other page too. um, uh, yeah. So that in theory, that pretty much leads the way for it. Uh, at least the idea of a digital dollar, um, <clears throat> the first release of the FedNow service will include optional features, fraud prevention tools, the ability to join initially as a receive only participant request for payment ca- capability and tools to support participants. So it looks like this is going to be rolling out to banks. I'm guessing.
1: Yeah. I'm going to read into that because I might've heard bits and pieces of that kind of stuff, but I don't, I haven't read it that deeply. So I'd be really depository
0: institutions. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which would, inc- I guess would include banks and credit unions. I don't know oh, right. what other depository institutions they would be talking
0: about, but oh, here this was uh, January twenty fifth. Uh, the, the Federal Reserve announced that more than one hundred and ten organizations from the FedNow community will participate in the Fed Now pilot program. Yeah, the Fed Now, yeah, and it's all. And it was, as I'm looking at the organizations they have listed here, it's all, uh, it's all mostly banks, a couple of computer, computer companies. Um, couple of credit unions, JP Morgan, regions, Silicon Valley, Star One, Liberty Bank, Fed Now, Fed Now, what this is, what, what the Fed's working on, or their version of it at least.
1: It's, it's interesting. I don't know if you know about this, but Chase has uh, uh, done a new market expansion in the St. Louis region. And, you know, uh, I, I didn't know that, but then I saw that
0: uh, a BP up there in St. Charles had been replaced by a Chase Bank, which was really yeah. surprising because there are no branches in the area. And I was like, what the hell yeah. is this?
1: On on Highway K out here, the, where the old Charlies used to be, there's going to be a new uh, Chase Bank. There's one out in Wentzville. And I know they're expanding, which is kind of strange for a... It's odd. For a it's 15. very odd. It's odd for a top 15 bank to expand into a saturated market like that, which it's kind of strange that it's happening. And uh, I actually know somebody who is going to be employed there and uh, at one of those uh, branches. Right. And it's it's a totally, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that commercial, the Capital One Cafe. It's going to be similar to that, man. It's really non-traditional banking. And I have no skin in the game with, with that company. But if you if you look at the pictures of the inside of their institutions it's, it doesn't look like a bank and i'm just kind of wondering why would why would a big bank like that come into a saturated market i have it's it's unexplainable to me but uh you know, just the capital the capital cost and the for coming right out of a pandemic to be doing that you know what I mean?
0: right yeah and they're and they're they're expanding like like unbelievably so no um jp morgan uh, Chase JP Morgan Chase is uh they go way back, man. JP Morgan. Um and 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 none of it is
1: good. No, I mean, yeah, he was a Titan. He was like one of those first titans that
0: yeah. amassed
1: all that wealth. I mean, that wealth is never gonna go away. You know what I
0: mean? Right. And they yeah, do it on the back of... about. I was just reading an article about the the STLToday.com, the Chase Banks, JP Morgan Private Bank, declined to say how many branches were planned here. Uh, but added, quote, It's safe to say there will be a noticeable presence in St. Louis. JP Morgan Chase has one point one million customers in Missouri, most of whom hold Chase credit cards. Yeah, what a surprise. They're really bad news, though. <laughs> they really are. JP Morgan is 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 not um, not good stuff. I was trying to see the pictures that you were talking about, but
1: and if you tie it all in, it's just kind of if you if you kind of go first full circle in this conversation, I mean, why would why would we be moving to towards a digital currency if and having this uh, this thing with the banks and the in the reserve, the Fed Reserve in the next couple of years if we're if we're not going to have in house a fiat currency that you can that's tangible. You know, why why would they be expanding in to a market if money's Red not going to be there? If money's not going to be their business. You know yeah, I, mean?
0: I, I, I see what you're saying, though. So it's like, what do they know that we don't know? Right. Or how is this going to shake down to involve do these banks, players? Do banks really know what, what's going on? I, do you well, think, I'd have to think, think that J.P. Morgan does. There's no way a J.P. Morgan doesn't.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what size they are. If they're, like, in the top five or top ten banks in the in the nation or the world, I have no idea of
0: I think they're they're way up there. Top global banks. Let's see. List of large banks on Wikipedia. Yeah, they're number seven.
1: Number seven, yep. Yeah.
0: yeah. Total assets. Holy shit. Wow. Billion. Look. No, twenty six hundred billion. Oh, um no. yeah, but but that's not what I was saying holy shit at. So this is not good at all. All right. You want the list of the top 10 banks?
1: Let me guess. Is HSBC on there?
0: HSBC is number six. Yes. I knew it. Yep. So you got that one. Okay. You got anybody go else? W- Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo is not on the top 10.
1: Wow. Okay. Let me think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're. You, it's it's going to be more of a challenge oh. than
1: you think gold like goldman
0: sachs goldman sachs let's see they are damn i don't even think that
1: uh no they're number Uh-oh. 30 damn goldman okay. what the hell i knew hsbc was up there because that's yeah. a chinese bank uh so, no
0: hsbc is is a
1: british multinational investment well, well it's, hong, it's hong kong
0: so it's chinese oh yeah hsb traces its origins to a hong kong and british hong kong yeah yeah wow
1: not, okay not well that. Owns all that who well, okay. look, C- city Corp.
0: city Corp. or bank of america is a city group inc is number 13 okay. bank of america is number eight okay number
1: eight
0: okay yeah so you got number eight out of 10 so you guessed uh, HSBC, which was number six we got jp morgan which is number seven and bank of america which is number eight any others from the top 10 <laughs> i don't think you're
1: going to get any others
0: honestly uh
1: something in dubai i have no idea
0: Something in Dubai? No, actually, okay. Dubai is not on the top ten. I don't think.
1: Hmm. I, what's the number one? What's number one?
0: Industrial and Commercial Bank of China is number one. Oh my god! With forty three four thousand three hundred and twenty four point two seven billion total <laughs> asset. <laughs> Dude. All right, so you want number two? Yeah, let's do it. Wait for this. Wait for this. So number two is the China Construction Bank with $3,653.11 uh, total assets. Uh, the number three bank, again, so number one is the Industrial and Commercial Bank of China. Number two is the China Construction Bank. Number three is the Agricultural Bank of China. With three thousand five hundred seventy-two point nine eight billion in total assets, and number four is the Bank of China, three thousand two hundred seventy billion in total assets. Damn. So we're so all the top we're four all. banks are China. Dang! Top four banks in the world.
1: Wow! Yeah, That's incredible, man.
0: Yeah, it really is. And number five is uh, the Mitsubishi Ujf Financial Group out of Tokyo then HSBC then JP Morgan then Bank of America then 9 and 10 not number 9 is BNP Paribas uh a French okay. international banking group and then number 10 uh Credit Agricole group sometimes sometimes called La Banque Verte so I think they're a French bank as
1: well um that's man that's scary with that agricultural you said they were the one of the top 3 was an agriculture chinese bank or something like that what,
0: uh my... number number three, Agricultural Bank of China. Yep. And
1: and you probably know this, man, but China or some Chinese entities which probably impact this this uh bank, man, they have farms, they own corn, they own all kinds of stuff across yeah. like, a lot in Missouri and a lot yeah. in the United States. And in fact, these pig farmers in Iowa or these uh yeah, pig farmers in Iowa, they uh they're working these pig farms for China. That's why this pork, all this pork goes over there, man. And then it gets slaughtered, whatever they do to it. And then it comes back over here. I'm afraid to eat pork, man. I don't know where it came from unless it's locally sourced. I don't know if it's been over to China or what. Right. So, and I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but they're that's, doing that's with wild, it.
0: though. Top four banks are Chinese. That's insane. Yeah.
1: And we're supporting it. Yeah. Well, yeah. So
0: what do you think? You about, think war with China? <laughs> well, well I, see, think, see, I
1: think China's a big player at the. I mean, of course, they're. Uh,
0: they well, make let's think about this. We we use right, right. Let's think about this though in the context of the conversation we were just having about a global currency and the right. how it seems to be at least from you and I's viewpoint, it seems to be that the hurdle is infrastructure or a cohesive system. So now, if you look at the top ten banks four four out of 10 of them are chinese the top four are chinese so it's like you got to wonder okay if there's a global currency that's coming which you and i think that there is based on what's happening with crypto crypto and everything else uh it's definitely going to come from the chinese right like there's no way uh, given some unforeseen what have you
1: i mean i i agree with you 100% man it you would know, have to. back back in the cold war era everyone thought that this type of stuff of, of like dominant world domination Or taking away your rights would come from Russia But man yeah, it, yeah, it, it really Is going to come from China it really will You know
0: It seems like it yeah Um I don't know I don't know unless uh, uh, I don't know I don't know Because we can see uh, I don't know I don't know It, dep- <laughs> it depends on how far away We, we are from space weapons <laughs> and how because, far do you think
1: that is? I mean, we've got we've got stuff all in the sky. I mean,
0: well, and that's I mean, that's all our leaders can talk about apparently is is building space weapons for the space defense of the of the you know, the alien threat, the UFO threat. You got to figure out what it is. Hey,
1: you got to bring you got to bring those aliens on, man. Have you seen yeah,
0: have you seen uh, I sent a, a buddy this this week. Have you seen these uh, reports of these the microwave radiation of the US
1: officials? I saw that man. That was crazy.
0: Well, and uh, you know, I don't necessarily believe it. I really don't. But it's it's of note because it it's there's been several articles about it. Like they obviously want that to be in our, in our you know in our minds that it's a problem. I think they said that um, there's something like thirty or forty people in DC that have been hospitalized over this thing. Damn. Um, yeah, and and some of them I think slip into comas. Some of them talk about like the um, ringing in the ears. Um, like they basically they basically just have said, well, it appears like it's directed energy weapons, microwave radiation. That we're under attack from and the articles do the, the typical dance where they're like, you know, we don't know if it's Russia. We don't know if it's China. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, and my whole thing is I'm like, man, they could they could start saying that those are those are linked to the UAPs real quick. Like that seems like an obvious leap to me. And I'd be surprised if somebody even in the mainstream is not making that connection already.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I, I'm I'm wondering what the next big thing is. I mean, we had, uh, we had nine 11, right? We had the, we had the pandemic 20 years apart. Yeah. So how many, how many years do you think it is to the next, whatever? pandemic? I definitely
0: don't. I definitely
1: over. don't think 20. That's for sure. I definitely don't think 20 what you think maybe every, I mean, because what happens in the news cycle is you get a lot of this, uh, this cycle of violence and, and, uh, recuperation. Right. So it just keeps, it keeps whatever feelings are out there between different groups, keeps it, keeps that little fire lit. Uh, and then in the past, any type of event like nine 11 would kind of brought people together. Right but in but in this one it has pushed everybody apart on purpose yeah so what what is the next thing and what would be the objective is my where i kind of want to think right you know and, and, and how that's prepared. you prepare for think.
0: that yeah that's what makes me think it'll be financial um here's this is um well this is new york post two days ago i don't really like new york post because they're they're like a mouthpiece for the whole sort of Trump apparatus. But yeah, growing mystery of suspected energy attacks on U.S. personnel draws concern. That was two days ago. The Biden administration is facing new pressure to resolve a mystery that has vexed its predecessors. Is an adversary using a microwave radio wave weapon to attack the brains of U.S. diplomats, spies, and military personnel? Yeah, the problem has been labeled the Havana syndrome because the first cases affected personnel in 2016 at the U.S. Embassy in Cuba. At least 130 cases across the government are now under investigation, up from several dozen last year, according to a US defense, U.S. defense official who is not authorized to discuss details publicly. The National Security Council is leading the investigation. People who have believed to have been affected have reported headaches, dizziness, and symptoms consistent with concussions, with some requiring months of medical treatment, Uh, Some have reported hearing a loud noise before the sudden onset of symptoms. Uh, The government has a much better understanding. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Here we go. The new higher number of possible cases was first reported by the New York Times. CNN first reported the case near the White House and an additional incident in November. Advocates for those affected accused the U.S. government of long failing to take the problem seriously or provide the necessary necessary medical care and benefits. Quote, the government has a much better understanding of it than it has let on, said Mark Zaid, a Washington lawyer who represents several people affected. Zaid has obtained National Security Agency documents noting it has information dating to the late 1990s about an unidentified, quote, hostile country possibly having a microwave weapon to, quote, weaken, intimidate, or kill an enemy over time. I'm trying to see, I'm kind of skimming here. I want to see if there's something, because I thought that was interesting. The government has a much better understanding of it than it has let on, you know? I'm trying to see if there's any other clues as to who they're going to pin this on.
1: And I mean, are they targeting people or is it just affecting people differently? I mean, that's the real question. Right. Or is it really Uh, happening at all?
0: said it would make it a very we're we were treated so awfully in the past said mark Polymeropoulos, whatever a 26 year old cia veteran who was diagnosed with a traumatic brain injury following a 2017 visit to russia so he specifically was in russia now they're putting people in place who not only believe us but are going to advocate for our health care uh one key analysis identified directed pulsed radio frequency energy that's a direct quote as the most plausible culprit published in december by the national academy of sciences the report said a radio frequency attack could alter brain function without causing, quote, gross structural damage. But the panel could not make a definitive finding on how U.S. personnel may have been hit. A uh, report says the cause of the injuries is currently unknown. One of the November attacks outside the White House had, quote, substantial similarities to the Havana cases, adding that he was not authorized by the government to be more specific. Uh, It is very difficult, if not impossible, to fake or misrepresent certain findings to objective clinical evaluations. I mean, there are certain things you can't make your nerves do or not do. Uh, Mass psychogenic illness. Dr. Robert Ballow of the University of California, Los Angeles, argued the scans of healthy people's brains sometimes display many strokes and that any possible weapon would be too large or require too much power to be deployed without detection. Ballow said the growing number of cases... Considered directed energy attacks is actually linked to quote mass psychogenic illness. I've never heard that phrase, in which people learning of others with symptoms begin to feel sick themselves. <laughs> now I would just invite our listener to uh, consider that statement uh, <laughs> in light of the last year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Holy shit! What do you
1: catch that? Yeah. Vallow oh, said the dear. growing
0: number of cases considered directed energy attacks is actually linked to quote mass psychogenic illness in which people learning of others with symptoms begin to feel sick themselves. <laughs> Many people are hearing about it, and that's how it gets propagated. It's he said. That's amazing. That's, that's uh, really incredible. If we find that a certain adversary did this, there's going to be uncomfortable decisions on what to do. Yeah, so basically they're just posing the question, but I Googled or I, I put into DuckDuckGo mass mass psychogenic illness. Uh, According to Wikipedia, mass psychogenic illness, MPI, also called mass sociogenic illness, mass psychogenic disorder, epidemic hysteria, or mass hysteria, is the rapid spread of illness signs and symptoms affecting members of a cohesive group originating from a nervous system disturbance involving excitation, loss, or alteration of function, whereby physical components that are exhibited unconsciously have no corresponding organic a theology. dancing plagues of the middle ages are thought to be have been caused by mass hysteria. That's really interesting though. That's a really interesting find in that article.
1: <laughs> Definitely.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, it seems like they're just, they're just saying, you know, Oh, threat, threat, threat. But see, that's a thing. So we've got this story that keeps popping up. Microwave attacks, threat, threat, threat. That's all they could say. Threat, 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 attack, attack, attack. Um, you know and then the, the question is where is it coming from and then on the flip side all you have is this, oh this alien bullshit, where you got all these people saying it's a ufo threat ufo threat they have to identify it. tucker carlson can't shut the fuck up about it marco rubio can't <laughs> shut the fuck up about it it's like I, yeah I, i'm telling you man i you know that i really think that's that's the
1: next one that climate change yeah the climate change thing is is insane but uh I, yeah I think well, I'm, I'm one real, of those people that thinks that they
0: could do basically whatever they want and call it climate change exactly i mean any kind of any kind of natural disaster i think i think can be created
1: 100 well yeah like i was telling you man with that uh weather that weather thing in alaska man that, yep doing the weather up there but hey man yep. i gotta get going so i'm gonna bust off of here i don't i don't know if uh you know this is a good time because i don't see anybody else in here but i'm i gotta go so. Oh
0: yeah, that's that's all good. Good good talk, man. Thanks for thanks for hopping on.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you uh, hosting the hosting the chat. Thanks for sure. See you, dude. All right. See you. Please clap. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal. Yeah, live. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal. Yeah, live.
0: Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal. Join us. Contribute.
1: This has been a production of tripod broadcasting.